All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about MyLifeInABook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? 
Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable, 
or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, gal pals. Welcome back, girls. Hey. Hope you're doing fine, because we are. We're doing well. Yes. I feel like Uzi when I said that. They're both equally Uzi good. Uzi is so fucking cute. He said When that. they were like, why, why are you wearing like women's clothes? We see you in the women's clothes. And he was like, oh, because I just bought everything that there was to buy from the men's section. So I just said, you know, why not? That's it. Girl, he said, <laughs> when they were like, who's better, Takashi 69 or Trippy Red? He was like, they're both good. They're both yeah. equally good. I like I, them both. Right. I like them both. They're both equally good. Name and a bitch batter. Name a bitch batter than said, Uzi. How do you feel about Rich the Kid? He's been, you know, trying to get your attention. And like he said a lot, he said, blessings to Rich, Rich the Kid and all of his family. <laughs> I'm like, Uzi, you're just so fucking cute. Uzi is goals. I'm going to be goals. I mean, I'm going to be Uzi this summer with that little glass of champagne. I told Brittany already, mm-hmm. we are Young Thug and Lil Uzi. We're a young thug and little Uzi this summer. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, with that glass of champagne, the way they were sitting up like a couple aunties. Right. Love Uzi. They're both equally good. We he like you, talks Uzi. with his shoulder a little he bit. Does. He's like, well. A little soft shimmy. They're both good. Like a little mother. Love Uzi. So how yeah, was your weekend? Um, my weekend was good. It was productive. It was a productive weekend. Um, handled some business. Went and attended a graduation. We did the same thing. <laughs> No, no, we were thinking, I was like, weekend. I'm about to ask you how your weekend was, and it's going to be identical. They're identical. But the weather in Los Angeles has been ugly. I woke up this morning, and it was coming down. I'm it's like, wait gray. a minute, I just got my fucking car washed. The May gray. But it was April showers bring May flowers. Well, it's May gray before the June gloom. Oof, uh, no. We need some sunshine on a cloudy day. Seriously. Because, you know, 65 and 67 degrees, we pull out a winter coat. It's like, oh, 67, winter coat. In the rain, everything shut down. Seriously. Don't want to go to work. Hey, I'm calling in because it's raining out. We it's drizzling. play with it's that. It's drizzling. Right, it was a drizzle, but. A light chance of Other showers. than that, the weekend was good. Yes, we were very, very busy. We've been so busy. Child. So fucking. I see why people feel like they can't work and do their entrepreneur side hustle pro. Yes. I I see it. It's tough. I it's see a it. lot. It's a lot of work. When it's a lot of work when you're putting your all into the shit. When your nose is to the ground. When your nose is to the ground. I was at work today, like at my nine to five today, like I need another day. Who do we need to talk to for the <laughs> three day weekends? Because what I can't do is this. Thank God for Memorial Day next week. Because this week, I mean, I was hanging on by a very thin, 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 a thread. Very thin thread. It was just my ass there. The rest of my body was at home. My ass was in my seat, but the rest of my body was at home because I was not there. I'm even not even prepared for next week because I'm off Monday and then it's my Saturday on. What a bitch. Damn, so it's not really a win for you. Well, it, I'll make it a win. How? Hmm. Fake work. Call out. <laughs> Skincare. Oh, shit. 
You the know how I do. I do it, honey. I take my weekend. Mental health. Take my days. Mental health. Mental health. It's all about mental health and wellness, honey. Yeah, it is. So, so uh, new, new week, week new, new tea. tea, where we kiki with you and you kiki with a we. Yes, ma'am. So, so this week, what do we have on the board? I don't know if you guys have seen um this Kendrick Lamar and uh, this I don't even know what we want to call her white fan. Uh, at the hangout fest that's in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically Kendrick Lamar's doing the festival, and he's inviting various fans on um, stage to sing like rappers do, right? Like yeah. rappers do to sing Mad City, right? Okay. Man down, where, where you from, from nigga? nigga? Fuck who you with? Where you from, my, my nigga? Where, where your, your grandma stay, huh, my nigga? This, this mass city, city I run, my nigga. Yeah. Okay, so now that we're all familiar, yeah. <laughs> he invites baby girl. He invites various fans right. up, non-black fans, because, of course, we're in Alabama, mm-hmm. right? And I think we're in a white area of Alabama. Sweetie. So there's people who come up, kill it. They don't use the racial slur in the song, right? They know better. Then They know white... better. They know better. Okay, no flex. Okay, come no. on. So anyway... <laughs> Uh, he invites Becky up, mm-hmm. and she's like, he's like, They're you got it. Beckys. This is this a is real Kendrick Becky. Lamar concert, Becky. He's a, she's a Becky. So he's like, all right, you got it. She's, I got you, bro. That's what she says. I got you, bro. I heard her ass. She has, meaning she has the lyrics for she him. She got him, right. Right, she got it. So she starts the song off, men down, where you from? No nigga. First, first no, no nigga. Right. Fuck who you with? Where you from? My nigga. Okay. She calls out nigga like she's saying her own name. Hey, right. She just let it rip right Familiar. off the tongue. Let it roll, right? So then she says it again. And Kendra's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up. She's like, am I not cool enough for you? No, like, you're not black enough for me, nigga. <sighs> girl, woman. This lady killed me. She was so awkward once he decided to be generous and let her run it back. Like, hey, he was like, you need to omit one word you gotta you know right you can't say one word and she's and like know okay what the word is and that's what she was me. so awkward she was like it's like she was itching to contain her like let it rip and like that, i need to say the nigga. i need to say the nigga for the song to really hit and that's what kills me kills you know me. good and well you're not supposed to be saying the goddamn word because as soon as he said i need you to omit one word you knew what she didn't even know what she fucked up with uh, at first when she when he stopped the song. I know initially she didn't know, but she didn't know you knew. But you know, you know how I get when we go to concerts and I see somebody cutting up, I look them square in the eye, (laughs) in the eye. We make eye contact. Yeah, because when you're at some of these, and I want you to feel uncomfortable. That's just something I hate. Hey, listen. I know it's in pop culture. White people, the word is not for you. If you're white and you're listening to this, we love you, but you cannot say the word nigga. I hate as it. As soon as you say nigga, you have got to be sat down. And no, you got to square up. <laughs> Don't sit down. Stand up and get ready to box with these demons. Honey. <laughs> honey. Honey. No, it is not okay. And I hate it. You can't I say hate it. it. You cannot take everything from it's us. It's the FUBU. For us, by us. For us, by us, okay? And you are not fucking allowed under any circumstance. None. I don't care if all of your friends are black and they say it, your lips are zip tight like you don't know what the fuck they're saying. And they feel like it's a song. Why can't we? No. Because, no, they, they hate to feel uncomfortable or like other. Excluded. Excluded. No, yeah. it's ours. We say it. I don't care if every rapper you know says it. 
You you know how you know it's wrong? You don't see G Easy throwing the N word in his raps. Right. You don't see Mac Miller throwing the N word in his raps like, hey, I'm a part of the culture. No. Yeah. Ooh, you know that just does something to my blood. I Bubbly. hope a little pump's not saying it either. No, I, I don't think Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. I say gotta sing now all his stuff. Now we gotta go to lyric A to Z lyrics Right, genius lyrics. Spend ten racks on the new chain. My bitch love the cocaine. Ooh, Ooh. I fuck a bitch. I forgot her name. I, I came by the middle red rain. Rather go in by ball man. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. That is some catchy ass shit. I don't think he says it. Um, yeah, but for that, for that lady, for that girl. You're fucking foul. She, I, she better not say it again. We canceled her. I was waiting for Kendrick to tell her she couldn't complete the song. When Kendrick they cut, should have been like, sis. When they cut the music back on, I was like, fuck. Because I wanted her canceled. Right then, right there. You know what? We're going to have to ask you to leave the stage and actually grab your shit and, and head, head outside of the venue. I, I would have been like, sweater on head. I would have been <laughs> looking like Eminem in 8 Mile. Sweater on my head, heading out. <laughs> you know what? He was rabid. Oh rabbit! I would have. <laughs> I absolutely, I absolutely cannot. <laughs> I would have been up out of there, honey, honey. Uh, eight mile Eminem out the back door, not playing around. Jesus fucking Christ! Well, yeah, that white fan, dummy, no, dumbass. So, <laughs> moving right along to right. what the fuck is happening? Another school shooting. This is sickening. The world we're living in today, I mean. You know, it's sad because when Columbine happened, we were shook. Like, yeah. what the fuck, a school shooting? That took the world by storm. Right, that right. That was not something that happened on the norm. Pulling up to the school in trench coats, letting it fucking rain on students. I mean, my God. And now there has been multiple. <laughs> Why are you multiple? with this? This isn't even funny, but the way you're talking. Oh, sorry. But it's just, Seriously. no, because it's sickening. It's, there's been multiple school shootings just this year alone. I think 21. 22. This, this made the 22nd. I it's just bullshit. It's like, I couldn't imagine being a child right now. Right. Going to school. Even if I was going to college, I would be fucking nervous. Yeah, if I had yeah. to go to college, I'd be like, which one of these crazy motherfuckers can't make their loan payment, their student loan payment, and they <laughs> done bought to, they about to I just don't take want us it. all yeah, out. Yeah, take us all out. Just right. ask for a deferment. You know, it's just like, I don't want to be involved. And I feel so sad for these kids. Who are at the mercy of this sick ass. Seriously, I'm like, that could have been me in an art class. You know, that could have been me in my first period mm -hmm. class. That could have been my family member. That could have been my sister. That could have been my friend. And it's just sad. It's sad. And it sucks because the parents are sending these children to school. Like they should. More, right. For nothing more than to learn. And they get that phone call. Oh I can't God. even fucking imagine. Even if you, your child was not killed. Just the fucking horror. Waiting outside of the I, school. If I was a kid, they, I wouldn't go back. I would be like, Mom, we got to do homeschooling. We got to. I feel like I'm already at the point where my baby would a have to be A lot of people home, are saying, like, you know, they just want to homeschool their children because it, their children because it ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. Seriously. And then apparently the guy, uh, Demetrio, that's the shooter, was uh, bullied, severely bullied. Counseling, he, my friend. And he had targeted these people. He did. I'm it like, in, you know what? And then you know what? The substitute teacher who just came there, that's the one teacher who died. Nine nine <sighs> students, one teacher. The substitute teacher who came, imagine like you go for odds? an assignment, you know, you right. go in one day and then fucking die. <sighs> it's fucked up and the guns belong. They were registered guns. To, they belong to his father. 
You know, I'm however I'm not against ownership, you know, of a weapon. I'm not against using it either. Yes. In the appropriate way, making sure that it's handled with care. It's licensed. It's locked up around your children, locked up around your children. That's the key, especially in this. I mean, you know, it's even hard to say, you know, your kids, because my mom had a, a shotgun in my house. Thankfully, my sister and I are, are in our right minds and we're intact. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because my mom, my girlfriend, my homegirl, the one who birthed me, she didn't have that gun locked up. Ooh, you know what shit. I mean? I'm just yeah. being honest. It's yeah. that right on the side of the bed. If we heard some shit stirring in the in the house, my mama get up and clack, clack, you know, mm-hmm. sh- 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 get right. that thing popping. Mm-hmm. You know, luckily, thankfully, prayerfully, we've never used it. Right. But, you know, we knew where it was. My mom kept it on the side and it was not locked up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad that we were in our right minds, you right. know, and never tried to do anything harmful to each other um, or, to anyone else. or to anybody else. But I'm thinking those people, parents who think they know their children, you know, might of course, have been in the same situation. Yeah. My mom would be like, I know my kids. My kids ain't stupid enough to touch this gun, you know, but it's like. And don't at my mom. Don't we're at not her. adding her. Don't. She, you know, but and I was older. I was much older. I wasn't a young child. We didn't have guns in the house as young kids. I was already in college. Nonetheless, you know, I was like 20. We can see how it can happen. I can. That's all I'm saying. Right. I can see how it can go both ways. You know, you think you got some respectful, smart, mindful children, young adults, whatever it is, you know, even to the point where people have those guns locked up and. You might think you have it all locked up, saved away, and don't the kids don't know the same. Yeah, safe code or get the key. key Anything. Small babies, of course, definitely lock your weapons up, and even in these high school students, but they need to be locked up. They're they're saying that um, Demetrios may have suffered from mental illness. You know, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about mental illness because this is also Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah, but before we jump into that. Just let them know we're talking about it. Thanks. We're talking about it. We're going to get in there. We're going to dive in. So last week's episode, because this is already tugging on my heartstring. This this episode now that I put a somber, a damper on. Yes. So last week's episode, Gal Pals, episode 47. My degrees will keep me warm at night. Postgraduate depression. Um, you know, we just said we went to a couple graduations this weekend. So graduation season is upon us. So we decided to um, discuss what happens after you receive your degree, because plenty of us are dealing with feelings of postgraduate depression. And in this in that in that episode, <laughs> we outlined ways to identify as well as provide tips on how to overcome postgrad depression and land a gig. We sure did. Oh, and you know what? What? One of our girlfriends. She asked us a quick question on Instagram and was asking, like, what do you do after you're in your field and you feel like it's no longer for you? Hashtag get out. Yeah. You you, know? um, you explore other fields. It's never too late to, as long as you're an able-bodied human being. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. Try some new things. Apply to other jobs in different fields. Um, work on your start, skills. Yeah, work on your skills. Read. If you're lucky enough to live at home or if it's it cre- it. It's a choice that actually makes you change your complete career path where you have to, God forbid, go back to school. Um, click up with your family members or, you know, some resources that you have where you can possibly go back home for a little bit. Set a plan, a game plan like, hey, it's going to take me two years. Mm-hmm. Mom, do you think this is possible? I'm really unhappy. I think that's the big thing. When you're unhappy, make sure you're aware and make some changes. 
whatever that looks like for you. Yes. And even if it has to be gradual change, as long as you're aware, you're able to make some changes. Self-awareness. Self-awareness is key. And also refer to the episode where we talk about fear. And, and get cracking. Get cracking. Because it's going to be it's going to be a shift, but it's not impossible. So, wow. yeah, we're wishing you the best of luck on your transition because you can and you will do it. Woo. Now. All this right. week. Yes. Jump on in. Um, like I said, this month, May, is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be a good idea to talk about mental health and mental illness here on the show today. We are not experts. <laughs> Please say that again. That disclaimer. We are not experts. Never been an expert. Never been experts. So don't nail us to the cross or take anything that we say as a prescription. Yeah. Okay? This is just our take on it. Um, Some tips, some suggestions. Some things that may help. Yes. Not definite, but it may help, just like with anything. So, just like with all the fucking episodes. Get in our car, put your fucking seatbelts on, because we're not responsible. Come on, Brittany. Come stop. <laughs> get in the car, put your seatbelts on, and let's go for a ride. Yes. So, mental health. mental Our mental health. This includes our emotional, our psychological, and our social, our social well-being. So... Anybody who's ever felt, you know, you can have great, you can, mental health isn't necessarily like bad. No. You know, your mental health. It's your mental health. Exactly. It can be good. It can be in a great space. You can be in a not so great space. So your mental health and your mental well-being, this affects how we think, how we feel, and also the way we act. It also helps determine how we're going to handle stress and how we relate to our peers or people, you know, alongside of us. Also how we make choices, how we navigate life. Yes, and there's many factors that can, that can contribute to your mental health. And also, if you have problems with your mental health, like biological factors, such as your genetic makeup or your brain chemistry, things that you go through in life, if you've suffered from some trauma or some abuse, that can affect your mental health. And then also family history. A lot of our families have a history of mental health. <laughs> and a lot of be, our families are fucked up. Yeah, and that can funnel down the pipeline and it can affect you. And you may not even know it mm-hmm. because a lot of the times our families keep it hidden or we don't talk about it. So you're like, why am I feeling fucked up? And you might not know your great great grandmother was feeling the exact same way. There you go. So these are just some factors that can contribute to mental health problems. So we want to bring them to the forefront. To the forefront. <laughs> Sorry. So that you know what you're working with. You feel me? And we don't want to create the stigma that it's not okay to discuss how we're feeling. Rather it be some good days, some bad days, some awesome days, some shitty days. We all have, you know, a mixed bag of emotions. The and some, ebb and flow of life. Yes. And some of our emotions run a little deeper. Yes. Than others. They do. That's it. So according to the Journal of Abnormal Psychology, up to 80% of us will experience some form of mental illness at some point of, at some point in our lives. Or if it's not us directly, it may be a friend or a family member. So some way, somehow, we're affected by mental illness. Mm-hmm. And uh, mental health issues, it's more common amongst the gal pals, amongst women, you know, and that's because trauma is more common among women. Not that it doesn't happen in men. Yes. But one in four women have faced an attempted or completed sexual assault. And one in three report being abused by a domestic partner. 
men and boys are also sexually abused. I'm not yes. <laughs> not negating that that the sexual abuse happens to everybody, no. male or female. But you know, but we focus on the girlfriends. This is here for the girlfriends here. So yeah. yeah, and then also us women, we do more than our fair share of housework and childcare. Coupled with the full-time job, we yes. just sat here and talked about how we're so dragged from work. Imagine if we had to couple that with house. Well, we do have to couple it with housework because we're independent women who Come take on. care of our own. I N D E E E E. But I mean, for those of the for those listeners or women that are mommies, you tack that on. And wifeies. And wifeies, mm-hmm. you tack that on, and then we also have to work harder to beg for the same credit as men. Mm-hmm. The pay gaps discrimination we have a lot on our fucking plate so it's easy to go off your fucking rocker easy especially if you have some history of the mental illness like we said or your genetic makeup may be a little different anything can be a trigger for mental illness yes it really can i've been depressed before i mean we talked about it before yeah like anxiety depression you know, just coupling all that. I feel like everybody's anxious. I don't know one person who isn't dealing with anxiety to some capacity. I read that millennials suffer from anxiety more. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. And it's like the the tiniest things can kick off some anxiety. But our world, we're living in such a fucked up world. Like we're anxious to mm-hmm. go to work, workplace go violence. Go to school, just like we're, we were exactly. talking about the school shootings. Scared Everything to drive. Yeah. Scared to walk outside because mm-hmm. people are so unpredictable. The scared world is. Scared to eat cancers and everything. <laughs> scared to get a jail manicure. They're talking about that causes cancer. It's like, how can you not be anxious? It's just so much fucked up shit. Yeah. And depression. I, I think we spoke about this on our, our um, I can't remember which episode. Depression. Depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, depression doesn't have to be, for everyone, a long, like, you know, a diagnosis. You can have feelings of depression yeah. or sadness, you know, where you're just really feeling down. I've, I've been lethargic. feeling, not lately, but I had my moment about six months ago when I was just like, maybe eight months ago. It was like in October. Mm-hmm. I just felt like. I did too, and I thought it was seasonal depression. And remember how I said that I went and got all my levels checked, and it turns out I did have some vitamin deficiencies, which can also lead to depression and imbalancing your body. So I've been taking all of my supplements, and I've been feeling way better. Yeah. But just because that worked for me doesn't mean it'll work for everyone else. I'm just saying that really helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've had feelings of depression too. And that can that can come from your family. You know how someone's like, oh, um, my mom's always depressed or mm-hmm. my sister. It's like your whole fucking family is depressed. Yeah. And and like you said, sometimes it has to do with like feelings of inadequacy. Sometimes that'll make you feel like, fuck, I'm a little down. Mm-hmm. Especially like we talked about last week. Social media will depress you, make you feel lonely, make you feel othered, make you feel like inadequate. All these things. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a coupling of what can take a toll on your mental health race yes so i think we really want to talk about myths related to mental illness treating mental illness kind of overall these ideas of debunking these myths the blanket statements that Mm -hmm. a lot of people or the blanket solutions that a lot of people toss out as a remedy yes for mental illness yeah so medication medication is a biggie 
And there's this idea that once you're on medication, you can never get off or that it's even bad to be on medication at all. Mm -hmm. So, of course, using prescribed medication under a licensed physician, your clinician who's actually giving you this shit, um, it can be a game changer for some people. It can be a lifesaver for some people and other people. It just might not be effective. You know what I mean? Or it might have side effects that are too difficult to even fucking deal with. Like I seen this episode of True Life. I'm living with depression or I'm living with like anxiety. I forgot what it was, mm -hmm. but it was like mental illness. And um, the girl was put on medication, but she, it turned her into like, like it kind of zombied her. Oh. You know what I mean? Where she was kind of like, so her, it, it took her all of her feeling away. Like right. she was so, you know, she, so she became she so reclusive. Like yes. Mm -hmm. Numb. Where she was like, I'm, I need to get something that's a balance. About, right. And that's also a thing, you know, sometimes you might have to have your medication adjusted, adjusted. tweaked, changed, not that, yes, this, add this, take that away, you know, but under licensed care, it could be a good thing. You could take a more holistic approach and maybe try to get more sunlight, eating a better diet. But if you're really dealing with a hardcore diagnosis of whatever, you know, insert here, um, you know. Sometimes it might be the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah. It might be the, you know, it might be the, the, the thin line between fucking mental breakdown and being able to continue through life until you can make some adjustments. And have a sense of some sense of normalcy because that's what the medication is for. Yes. And there's a negative, there can be a negative stigma attached to the medication. You see Kanye, he said, hell yeah, I'm on medication. He's on it. Yeah, because he's like, I had a fucking psychotic episode, a psychotic break. Right. It's either take medication or literally or keep living die. In space. Or yep. like, you know what I mean? Just die. So, I mean, you got to do what's best for you and not worry about the, the stigma or the negative connotation related to mental illness or medication for mental illness because it can turn into your mental wellness. It's for your mental wellness. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should say that. Mental wellness. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Another a myth is that exercise cures depression. Um, you read it all the time. Get out, move your body. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling depressed, get out and move your body. And it might not be as simple as moving your body. I can't, I don't feel motivated. Right. I can't get my body to the gym to move. Yeah. So um, while there have been a lot of great studies that have reported that exercise can assist with controlling depression and anxiety, mm -hmm. It's not a standalone treatment. Right. You can't just go to the gym and think you're going to fight with the demon. You're going to box, box with, the, with demon the demon and that's it. Yeah. I mean, of course, we know, like you said, exercise, moving your body, that idea of getting your endorphins going, you mm -hmm. know, and really releasing and getting everything out and getting, you know, just that feeling of like <gasps> regulating right. your adrenaline. You get like an adrenaline rush when you work out. That's great for your anxiety. You know what I mean? But yeah, not the standalone. Don't just throw your meds out and say, going to the gym, getting in the car, right? getting on the treadmill. That's like, you have to couple that. Again, dealing with a diagnosis. Yes. Not just feeling of like, I don't feel motivated. I'm down. You know what I mean? Like I've never been be diagnosed. Yes. It may be deeper. There's levels. Levels of the shit. And yes. exercise is not a cure all. It's not. Uh, also, the idea that positive thinking is a cure for mental illness, like with the exercise, you know, optimism, po positive thinking and expressing gratitude. Those are great ways to like really deal with and combat negative feelings. But it's not it's not the standalone way. You can't just think that you're going to be like, I feel great today. I want myself to feel great today because sometimes 
uh, us trying to have these positive feelings and our inability to remain positive will make us feel worse. Yes. Because you're like, they're telling me, like, I can't, I can't. Yes. Trying to keep feelings of positiveness. And now I'm feeling sick because it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. It's the inability to like actually keep ourselves calm if we're dealing with anxiety or keep ourselves upbeat. If we're feeling depressed, Mm -hmm. it creates frustration. You know what I mean? And instead of like trying to always be positive, we can question our underlying negative thoughts, uh, but also like reframe them. Like I'm a work in progress and it's okay because that helps us point ourselves in the right direction. It's not like, well, I have to get up and I have to go do this because I need to be positive. This is my positive way of thinking. It's just like, you know what? I'm a little fucked up right now and I'm okay with that and it'll be better. Right. When I was going through my little stint, I was like, I am not feeling good. That's mindfulness. Yes. Being present. Knowing that right now you're not feeling too well, but you have hope that in the future, you'll Tomorrow be, you'll be feel cool. better. Tomorrow. It, right. Tomorrow will be better. Hopefully. Hopefully. Every day. Because I'm hopeful. Yes, I am hopeful for today. Okay. Uh, also, the ability to just snap out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like say you have a friend battling with mental illness or depression or anxiety and you may not completely understand how they feel, how they feel or where they're at. And you're like, come on, just snap out of it. Yeah, it's not you can't just snap out of it. It's not a choice. Mental depression, anxiety, depression. It isn't a choice. So telling someone to snap out of it or expecting them to instantly adjust their behavior. It's not appropriate. It's not fair. It's not realistic. It's not. Instead, we need to work on being encouraging, be encouraging the people who are struggling with mental illness and encourage them to seek help, get support and figure out the best treatment to help with these feelings. Because we have to be patient. I've known in the past. I know in the past when I've had friends that have been battling with mental illness, I didn't know. I didn't know what to say. I was completely ignorant. And I'm like, you know, they'll get over it. I'm just leave them alone. They'll get over it. And. I could have been a little bit more patient or a little more empathetic or a little bit more empathetic. Yeah, mm-hmm. because a part of me was like. I felt bad because I felt like I need I'm really solution oriented, so I was like, I need to figure out something that can help them. But that wasn't my place. That's not always your place to right. find a solution. Right. But I could have been more patient and took a little bit more time to to at least just let them know that I'm here for you. I understand you're going through something. I'm not discrediting your feelings. I'm not telling you to just snap out of it, expecting you to just get over it, but I'm here. And um, I'll just kind of piggyback on that. You, in addition to being empathetic and being patient and being available to your friend, sometimes you do have to learn like when it's, when it's too much for you to take on mm-hmm. when you're not, trained licensed certified to deal with the complexity that comes with mental illness because it's a lot and you have to handle a person who's dealing with mental illness um yes because we haven't even like opened up or talked about like schizophrenia or like bipolar disorder or like you know some really heavy hitters yeah yes where it's kind of hard to even manage being someone who's not dealing with it and then having a friend who might be dealing with it you know like I had that issue and no matter how much I was like, okay, well we need to have an intervention. We need to do this. We need to do this for my friend. It was like, let's check you into someplace. And if it's not voluntarily, you know, 
I can't make this person take themselves to the hospital. Right. And, um, you know, it gets scary. It gets really scary, you know, because you don't know what triggers a person, what's going to make them go off. You know, you see people become abusive, become violent. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to urge people to support their, their family and their friends, but also, you know, just be safe, be safe. Um, keep your, your safety in the forefront as well as the other persons, because you don't want them to, you know, come into any harm but you know my co-worker I remember one time she told me this is an old co-worker that her brother was dealing with mental illness schizophrenia and he lived in their house mm. and one time he turned on like the oven and um all the fire in the house and like went to sleep like that it's just things you know where we're thinking that's so stupid right you know but it's it's really it's it's scary you know it's so. tough there's a fine line there. There has to be a line where you have to realize when when you can't do anymore, when you've been empathetic and you've been patient, you got to. Again, there's levels. Yes. You a need men- a real mental, professional. Mental health is and mental illness is complex. Very. Yeah, it's very it's complex. It's very complex. That's and that's why there's not a. A, a one trick. One, one trick pony. Yeah. Or end all be all for this. It's so complex. There's so many different solutions. Yes. So many different ways that people can get help. And we don't know it all. You can read all the articles in the world, read up on things, offer suggestions that you think may help, but we just don't know. Even like the idea of therapy, like talk therapy, mm-hmm. you know, there's not one way or one route, one kind of therapy that it does or doesn't work for everybody. You just got to let people find out what type of therapy works for them. Because you might have had a therapist where you didn't like them in the past or it was like a no-go, you know. Just be open to exploring other avenues of talk therapy and or also, therapy in general. And also if you're feeling, um, if you're feeling off, you're feeling like you may be, suffering from some mental illness the first step is that you need a specific specific diagnosis before you start treatment that'll give you a great starting point so that you'll know this is what i this is what's recommended for me from a licensed physician but i'm gonna say on the other side of that is that you don't need a specific diagnosis (laughs) maybe you can just get into therapy and then be diagnosed Maybe you just have to identify that you're having feelings of anxiety, you're having feelings of depression, and the things that you've been doing on your own is not working. Maybe you just need to go speak with someone first, you know, like those talk space apps, therapy for black girls, finding your local therapist through your insurance if you have it. There's usually a carve out associated with your um, health insurance where you can go see a licensed therapist, a psychologist, and speak with somebody, and then they can assist you and like help navigate through your conversation and your dialogue if there's anything that stands out to them where they may want to refer you to a psychiatrist so a psychologist is someone you speak with who doesn't recommend or prescribe medication a psychiatrist does prescribe medication so sometimes people see a psychiatrist who also writes their medication and sometimes people just go for therapy you know, like, oh, I go see my therapist mm-hmm. to talk to somebody who's unbiased, who's not my friend, who can just let me vent and help me get down to the root of whatever issues going on. Then you might go see your psychologist. But if you are somebody who after speaking with your psychologist or your therapist need medication or maybe they, did, you know, diagnose and say, 
I think you're you're dealing with some depression. I'm going to like, you know, refer you to a psychiatrist. Then, you know, there's 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 ways to, you know, figure out if you need medication or if you need to be diagnosed. So I would say go ahead and speak to somebody even if you aren't diagnosed, because sometimes it's hard to just decide who's diagnosing me. You know, <clears throat> but most importantly, that we need to know that. No one method of treatment will be effective for everyone. You might need a combination of techniques. So you might need therapy and medication, mm-hmm. or you might need to exercise and speak with someone. Yes. Um, some people may need to make some lifestyle changes. It just varies. So moving out of a busy, busy city and mm-hmm. getting into a smaller town, you know, to deal with anxiety or, you know, shit like that. Find the plan that works best for you and your lifestyle. In your your um, feelings of mental illness, mm-hmm. because there's not again an end all be all. And just remember that mental illness doesn't have to be forever. You know what I mean? Your brain is ever growing, it's ever changing, and it's capable of adapting to different situations, and it grows throughout your life. So you know you can't you can be diagnosed with something, but after medication and working through some stuff, if you know you feel me. You're, like you're my able depression. to maintain a sense of normalcy. My depression. I mean, I've never been diagnosed with depression, but you know, when you are suffering feelings of depression, when I was feeling sensations of depression. Well, let's talk about how we can just maintain our general me- mental health, our mental wellness. Be, yeah, our mental wellness. You don't have to be necessarily suffering from mental illness, but just like we take care of our everyday health, we can be taking care of our mental health. Yes, as well. So let's talk about that. One thing you can do is put your phone down. I can make you put your phone down. Here, Kabadu, I was waiting for that. Thank you. Put your phone I can down. Make you, I can make you by put ten. Me. I mm-hmm. think earlier, but if you're scrolling on your phone past ten p.m. at night, you might be heightening your risk of mood disorders. Mm-hmm. Even picking up your phone first thing in the morning, yeah, that can affect your mood. Yeah, I have an alarm clock now, so I keep my phone in the living room and I use that alarm clock and hop my ass up. Oh wow, I didn't even think about that. Keeping my phone, I'd be like, because you know, up in before the, the, the phone has to be by your bed because we're using this as our as our um, alarm. But now I have a actual little old school alarm clock. Got it at Target. Five. I used to have one of those to set it to the radio when it comes on. Well, it just wake up with now. a bop, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just wake up. You snooze it for five minutes. You know, you can still do the snooze feature. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up, and then I have to literally get up, and then I have to walk to my phone. So. I like, I like it, I like it. My phone, my my phone still wakes me up. I have that harp. It wakes me up like an angel. You know, because sometimes it'd be like, bam, bam. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't don't wake me up out of my sleep like a jailmate, a prison. Cannot. I'm like, I need to be woken up like an angel, honey. Gently. Yes, like woken up peacefully. But yeah, back to what we were saying about putting our phones down. Um, when you're on your phone super late, it disrupts, disrupts, disrupts your body's like 24-hour clock. So doing things like checking Facebook super late, even getting up to get a snack, all that has been uh, linked with increasing our risk for depression and bipolar disorder. So mental illness. And it's also associated with a decrease, um, basically like decreased level of happiness, health satisfaction, and a higher risk for reporting um, for loneliness, higher risk for loneliness. Don't want that. No. You don't want to mess up your circadian rhythms. Yes. 
So your sleep and wake cycles, those daily patterns, they release hormones. Mm-hmm. And circadian rhythms occur in plants, animals, and us. Us. And it affects our health and our mental health, our well-being. So let's not disrupt our circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. When we go to sleep, we're down for the night. We're down. Some people even put their phone on do not disturb. I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh. What Don't do that because I might need to send you a meme. And that's what I think all the time. Like, what I if be somebody needs to reach sometimes. me and my phone's on do not disturb and then they can't get you? But you can have certain people in your phone book. Um like marked tagged okay where even when your phone's on do not disturb those people will still ring through yeah it's not like my hotline blings really right people that will ring through are the people that yeah but just keep it there put me on that list (laughs) i don't care i mean put put your phone on i'm saying like the people that would be on the list are the only people that hit my line so it's really no point well i'm just right I mean, I'm all for your circadian rhythm being on, but yeah. throw me on that Usually list. Usually me, once I'm asleep, that's it. I rarely ever wake up in the middle of the night unless I'm like stressed out. Then I will wake up like mm-hmm. it's something on my mind. I'm waking up at three o'clock in the morning, right. you know, hopping on my phone. But for the most part, once I'm down, I'm down until down. It's t- to that alarm gets to right. ringing. So essentially a 10 p.m. for your phone to be cut off or dealing with any technology. So your laptop, your computer, all of that, um, your TV, it gives the average adult time to wind down properly before sleeping. And therefore, it gives us a chance to establish a regular sleeping pattern. So doing this daily, if 8 p.m. So say you're an early riser, you know, you got to get up at five. Give yourself enough time to get in the bed, have your tea. If you're going to have your tea, turn everything off. Get yourself fully ready to be like in fucking bed and ready to tackle the day, the next day. The wind down. The wind down. So um, in relation to that, it's not just your disrupted sleep that can disrupt your circadian rhythm. It's being hella active at night. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to the gym super late at night, you might want to switch to going in the morning. Yes. Because you need time to wind down and fully ease into the flow. Yes. Of the night. So if you're twerking before bed, you might want to switch that up and meditate. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So that, you know, your brain, you have some, a healthy brain. Yeah. It's all about the mental health and wellness. That's it. Whatever you can do to stay on the. Stay on your P's and Q's. With your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. Mm-hmm. I said We're teased. all about preventative. Preventative here. <clears throat> That's what it's about. Preventative, so. yeah. Hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully we didn't step on too many toes. Right. Put your shoes and socks on. Again, we're not professionals, but these are just some tips, suggestions that may help you. May. Okay. So what do we have next? Now it's time to pick pick up up a pin. We're We're dropping dropping a gym. So this weekend we had a super uh, productive weekend, like we said. Mm -hmm. And Glossier just opened up a new storefront in Los Angeles. We've talked about Glossier. Actually, last week, our gym was the Glossier Body, um, body hero, hero. The Body Oil, not the Body Hero. Body Hero. It's body the Body Hero Duo. From body the Hero, body hero, hero Duo. Yeah. So, um, the Body Oil Cleanser. Yes. So, we mentioned Glossier last week. We mentioned that they were opening up a storefront. We're super into Glossier, right? Mm-hmm. Super. Uh, it's very millennial. Millennial forward. It is. So they opened up a storefront. We took our asses down there, went in there. Store is super cute if you live in the L.A. area. So cute. The theme is California, California Road, Road Trip. trip. So, so cute. cute. 
That was not planned. It wasn't. That was not planned. But it's so fucking cute in there. So gather up a couple homegirls, slide on by there. But our gym this week. It's a vibe. It's a vibe, seriously. Um, Our gym this week is the Lid Star. Yes, the Lid Star. It's a shadow. Mm-hmm. It's a shadow. It's a cream-based shadow. Mm-hmm. Super easy application. You guys know us. We cannot we apply Please. a professional beat. No beat. Okay? So What you guys see on us is sweat. <laughs> when you see us looking shiny, it's sweat and mascara. So. Okay? We're not uh, makeup forward. No. So when things are simple. Simple. But still cute. Yes. Take our money. Take so, our money. Take our The Glossier sit. Lid Star is just that. It's a nice, soft beat for your lid. They come in about six different colors. Yes, we do. We have six colors. Herb, Fawn, Cub, Slip, Moon, and Lily. Six different colors um, for all of our shades of baby girls. I got the Herb. Love it. It's like a greenish gold um, mm-hmm. metallic Yeah, it is color it looks so cute it's like when you just want a little pop yes but you don't have to do a you don't have to do the blending you don't need multiple brushes you don't need a base a primer all that you just slap it on your lid pat it in and you go my type of shit yeah what's good about it is that it's an it's enhancing without being like overpowering it's long lasting it's easy to use it's a creamy formula that locks onto the lids in a soft veil that lasts up to 12 hours without creasing fading or smudging and you don't have to use a fucking primer because i don't even own a primer (laughs) um it's like you know a very soft pigment like britney said it's a nice little pop not too much it's cruelty free also um hypoallergenic it's super cute I have the colors Lily and Slip. I'm prone to to purple, guys, gals. Right. I love purples. So Lily is a purple color, and Slip is almost like a pink, but turns into a gold. Super cute. So like cute. a rose gold. Kinda. Rose gold vibe. Rose gold vibe. I should have got Cub. I might get another color because with Glossier, their products, you can really layer up, layer them up and make your own little twist. You so can. say you get herb in the lily, you'll make a color that no one else has. Yes. It's just you can put a little bit on the inside mm-hmm. and then a little bit on the you outside. You can play with it. And because it's not really heavy, mm-hmm. you can really play with it. And it's really flexible. And you can just make it your own. Because you know when you're dipping into those real eye, sh- real eye shadows, one fuck up and throw the whole lid away. Seriously. Throw the whole eye <laughs> what i like about glossier is like it's pretty affordable it's 18 dollars for the lid star but that creamy formula you get a lot yeah. like come on and then you can do the duo which is 30 dollars. so you end up saving six bucks so while we were at the store i just did the duo got to and when you see me looking um cute yeah we'll show you guys some pictures Holla of course we'll have this in our highlights we might i mean in our gym highlight we may we may what what may we do Put a picture of us in it up there. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> we'll see. Um, You know, I only get beat, baby beat on the weekends. I'm going to just let you know. Monday through Friday. Basic I'm ugly. Bitch. Basic bitch. But that's going to change. I'm claiming a new way of life. Okay. When you see me Right. Beat Bitch 365. I don't fucking forgot. Yeah. So, Glossier, Tap back if in. you're in New York, they have a store in New York. But if you're not. Um, you can always order it online. Gonna say if you're not in LA and you're not in New York, because I'll be honest, even getting to LA, getting to Melrose, getting over there can be a hassle. Mm-hmm. You can make a day of it though. Go to the farmers market, hang out, go to Y Seven, whatever. But 
Order online if worse comes to worse. They have a great return policy. If the shit doesn't work, send it back. And a great shipping. It's usually like free over X amount of dollars. Mm So um, you won't go wrong there. Okay. So So what's next? We have our girlfriend gag. Girlfriend gag is where you all send us your questions, comments, concerns, and we gag about it. We talk about it here. So someone slid in our DMs last week. And, and what she did said, she say? how long does it take to leave your ex alone asking for a friend? How long <laughs> does it take to leave your ex alone? Yeah, how long does it take to leave your ex alone? Well, baby girl, I've been with my ex However for eight long- years. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I was going to say, however long you want it to take. Dead ass. I've been Honestly, with him for eight years. However long... My ex keeps becoming my ex keeps becoming my ex. No, what is it? My old flex is my new flex now and we're working on it. So, yeah, I'm not even going to lie. I mean, we broke up in like 2007, got back together in 2010. I mean, we became together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. However long, like I said, my statement stands true. However long you want it to take, if you really want to leave your ex alone and you want your ex to leave you alone because it's dual. Yeah. Effort. You'll make, you'll it's make dual some efforts. You'll make some changes. They may have to be drastic, like a new number. Um, maybe you might have to move if they pull up to your crib. Maybe you Ooh, might have to, that sucks. I know that sucks, but some people have to, it depends on the, um, the, nigga. the, the mental yeah. of the nigga. I will say that when, um, my relationship in between my, my now relationship, you know, cause it was like a three year gap. Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship, and when I decided I was done, I was done, honey. I changed my phone number. It was like a gradual, you know, friends, and then I was like, okay, we're dead in the friendship, right. bro. There's no friendship. And I changed my number. I'm like, sorry, you can't reach me. That's the. That was it. Yeah. And it was done. Once the number changed, it's like. And then he started using and his friends to call me. If like, you're not you on social media, because social media wasn't really popping in, so they couldn't just pull up on you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was only Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so you got to change your number. You got to do the block on social media because that's a way. Hopefully, they don't create alert page and be all up in your shit. You know, times have just really changed. Seriously. But you know what's coming up? The full moon. Isn't the full moon time for you to bury all that there shit? There you go. So, baby girl, on the 29th. Full moon of this month? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me gather up my shit that I'm about to. Uh, <laughs> full moon. What you're going to do? Perform a full moon ritual. Ritual his ass. Write down some things that you don't want. And if it's your ex, burn it and burn the paper. Mm -hmm. Write his name down along with whatever else you want to get rid of. Bury it. And let it burn. Let it burn. Seriously, full moon ritual. Um, Get your ass up out of there. And just make sure you're, you know, that's what you really want. I mean, but do you really want to let it go? That's the question. I mean, I'm guessing she does. But I mean... Beyond asking that, you know, you gotta dig deep. Do you really is that? Want yeah, is that what you really? This or do ain't you, what you want. This ain't what, what you want. want. Exactly. This this girl about to start gigging, <laughs> and it's like that little bit. Hey, um, got that bite back, little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> back, make little bitch. Sure. Yeah, but back to make, you, girl. Is that what you want? Mm-hmm. You know, if you really don't want to leave him alone, then, then no. just do what you gonna do. It's summer, okay? Play with these niggas' minds again. <laughs> nice for what to these niggas that sounds harsh i'm just saying live your live your life don't come i'll be like you know i ain't your girlfriend oh i love throwing that out you know that's my staple we're not together yes so use that this summer hashtag we're not together 
Hashtag nice for what? Hashtag we're not together. Yeah. So there you go. That's what we would do. Oh, man, I forgot to tell you guys to rate, review, and subscribe in the beginning. Well, if you're still here, <laughs> please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Yes, uh, when you rate, rate and review the podcast, it helps our podcast reach other women. If you're new here because somebody rated and reviewed, hi, and leave your review. There you go. I think that's it. Okay, girl. So we'll be here um, next week. Same time, same place. Podcast on us. What was that? Rate and review on you. Shit. Laughs. And, I don't know. I got to Whatever. Back. See okay. y'all next week. Bye. <laughs> Love you. What was it? Rate and review on you. I don't know. Like, Uzi. I don't know. I don't know. I just How got here two that? days ago.